What's today on today's topic? It's like, what if Tim Burton today is, uh, today is the death of Marvel. How movies are decreasingly getting worse. <laughs> okay. So, all right, Matthew. I know you're. I know you're mad because the DCU's best film is bombing the box office. Okay, I'm sorry, Matthew. I was. I'm not. A- to another episode of fellowship of the podcast i'm your host today uh matthew and we have with us today the miraculous the magnificent lauren say hello lauren uh my name is dr bob no i'm just (laughs) kidding (laughs) we also have with us the amazing the spectacular brandon what's up and fucker alive mr tyler i'm drunk (laughs) <laughs> hey everybody up, well, uh, welcome back everybody to another wonderful and exciting episode of fellowship of the podcast we're so glad for you all tuning in uh today to listen to us today we have a very exciting episode that we will share with you before but before we start uh let's uh start off with the basics uh, lauren what is our instagram page uh so our instagram page is fellowship of the podcast all one word uh, give us a follow. We got a lot of great stuff on there. Awesome, awesome, great. Thank you, Mr. Tyler. Uh, what is our Twitter uh, page? Our Twitter page is Fellowship Pod Nineteen. Uh, I run it over there, posting some great stuff. Uh, give us a follow, like us, tweet at us, and uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to us. Okay, and and Brandon, what is our Tinder profile? I have no idea. He <laughs> 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 asked the wrong person. <laughs> hey, you know this we guy had is going to get married, Matthew. God, <laughs> hey, you know we had one. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what is our uh, Brandon? Where can people listen to us? Oh, you can listen to us on Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and even here on the Anchor app. Awesome, awesome, guys! And again, like we said, we have a, such an amazing episode uh, in store for each and every one of you listening today. Before we start that, and before we even announce what we're doing today. Uh, we have a special movie. Lauren, would you like I'm to talk like, about it? Yeah, so, uh, well, actually, just a few minutes ago, I was thinking of talking about my thoughts on uh, The Suicide Squad, because uh, I wasn't there for last uh, week's episode. Um, but, you know, you guys pretty much said everything I wanted to say about that movie. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much my opinion on that. But I actually just thought of another movie uh, that I watched this week. And this is a movie I watched... Uh, uh, I, I revisited it. It's a, it's like 
you know, catching up with an old friend, kind of. It's a, a movie I watched with my cousins this weekend, and it is 2005's Disney's Sky High. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. I I I love this movie. It's a... Uh, uh, I, I first saw it, I actually saw it in the theater. It was a, a choice between that and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And of course, I was all like, I want to see Sky High. And I, I think that was probably the better choice. You chose wisely. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> you got to no, be on LSD to watch fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, but man, talk about... First of all, like a good concept, like it's it's kind of like Harry Potter in a way, where it's like this secret school for uh, students with with superpowers and all that. And uh, uh, this is where superheroes kind of learn their uh, how to become like superheroes. Uh, but you have such a great cast too. You got like uh, Kurt Russell as like the the dad superhero, and then you got the uh, you well you got Bruce Campbell in it. <laughs> As the yeah. as the the gym coach, and uh, Linda Carter, uh, the original Wonder Woman, is uh, the principal. So there's a lot of like like great nods to uh, to old superhero comic book movies. Um, but yeah, basically it's just about a a, a kid who's his parents are the two like greatest superheroes in in this world, and uh, they expect great things of him. And uh, when he's going to sky high, his parents. Alma Mater, the he uh he's kind of afraid to tell them that he he doesn't have his powers yet and he's not sure if he like he'll ever get them. So uh and they have this very weird ranking system in the uh in the school where you're either a, a superhero or a sidekick and it doesn't matter like how smart you are. It's not like uh you know you get into like the the gifted uh of uh, like smart kids uh or what uh, like section of the school it's like no you're either a superpower you're not superpower and that's how you define your entire uh, i don't know it's a little weird how this school runs but uh uh yeah because he doesn't have his powers he's placing the sidekicks and then uh uh yeah it's, it's kind of just like a like a coming to age high school movie but with the it, it's just a lot of fun <laughs> it's like yeah. it's like a saturday morning cartoon it's a uh, I. Yeah, I loved it as a kid, and I, I love it now. So uh, it was it was a lot of fun revisiting this movie. Awesome! Hell yeah, I I totally forgot about that movie, but I uh, that's a, that's a good movie. And I I was expecting Bruce Campbell to bring out his uh his chainsaw and put it on his hand. <laughs> yeah, one of my one of the one of the parts of the movie I was cracking up at was uh there was like this this uh like pep rally they have called Save the Citizen. And it's like there's like this giant like uh uh like grinder or whatever that like the the citizen is dangling above, and then the superheroes have to uh uh like save the citizen in time before the the timer goes out and the citizen gets uh destroyed and or killed or whatever. And it's of course it's a it's like a dummy, yeah. but uh, there's a part where uh, uh two of the teachers are talking to each other and they're it's just like a passing comment. They're all like, "Hey, remember when we used real citizens for this?" And they're like, oh, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one, like, one, one of my favorite lines in the movie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you guys haven't uh, haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a long time, it's uh, it's on Disney Plus. Uh, go give it a watch. It's it's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And Matthew, 
since you are the host, what is tonight's episode all about? Tonight's episode is another what if episode. And tonight's episode is on what if Tim Burton directed Batman 3, a.k.a. Batman Forever. Oh, interesting. For sure. Now, the real question is, if Tim Burton did Batman 3, would a seal song have been ever created? Oh, that is what if question. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Sad to say, I'd probably say no. (laughs) So as much as I love Tim Burton... As much as I love a Tim Burton film, I'd rather take a bad Batman film that come that comes with Kiss from a Rose and another badass soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about Batman Forever, but uh, that soundtrack is is quite the uh, listener. Yeah. Definitely. So who would like to start off? Anybody, anyone want to volunteer on their kind of guess of how a third film would have turned out? I um, want to hear Brandon's. I'm Curious. Oh, nice. I was. I, I actually was going to say I wanted to go first, but thank you, oh, okay. Tyler. You you put the you put you took my words out of my mouth. Go right exactly. <laughs> All right. So this one, I actually was okay. I'm going to say before we start, who was who was actually like a fan of Batman Forever? I was. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, if you like, like this is like a nice movie, and then. This is a time where Jim Carrey was at his was at his prime. And then, come on, who, who does not love nineties Jim Carrey? Like the guy was a legend in the during a decade. So I was like happy he he was really because I saw this movie at a young age and it, was, it, it like I saw I, I was like like Lauren said it was like a guilty pleasure. I was like it was like all goofy and everything. I think what I think I think this I think this movie was probably the first Batman film I saw before I saw the. The first, the first two, I honestly, really, because my, I think my parent, I think my parents said the first two were too dark for me, and then they wanted me to see this one first, and then, and then like, I think, I think because they, I saw the penguin, I was like, oh shoot, that guy's scary, <laughs> <laughs> and then the first one, Jack Nicholson, I was like, oh, the guy from The Shining, the movie that I cannot watch, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so Batman Forever was actually the first Batman film I saw. And then the second one was the uh, the, uh, the iconic Arnold one. <laughs> so I watch the dinosaurs, the yeah. Ice Age. <laughs> so I pretty much started like backwards. Instead of watching the first two, I watched the third one, and the fourth one. Yeah. The... <laughs> so this one, I heard, uh, like it is going to pressure me. I and I still watch it today, and uh, it's still like very wacky, very weird. But it's like I still I get a kick out of it. I know it's a bad film, but it's like okay, it's like just a fun watch. It's an entertaining bad film. Yeah, but like if Tim Burton would have made the movie, honestly, the movie would have been the movie would have kicked ass. Cause, like, come on, like I heard that like the rumors was well, it wasn't rumor; it was actually going to happen. Like Robert Williams as the Riddler, like that would have been very very interesting. Yeah. Because this is this, I think. Oh, when did Robert Williams started making like serious movies? The early two thousands, right? I think it was more like like kind of late nineties, maybe a little bit like uh, Goodwill Hunting. I think that, yeah, that was nineties, like, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and I, I think this was supposed to be like Robert Williams' first like 
big, like, like serious role because in Jim Carrey's Riddler, he's very, very wacky as like making jokes, obsessed with Batman. But apparently, Robert Williams Riddler, I think he was supposed to be like a like a serious person, and his as his, his riddles would have been like would have been like whoa, like like, like deep messages towards yeah. like towards Batman, what he stands for, what billionaires stand for. So, and also, it's like because also too, like Robert Williams could be pull off a a serious ad, but he also could pull off like, a wacky. So I think he would have been like the best of both worlds. He could have matched Jim Carrey's wackiness, but then when he's out of his, but then when he's out of his Riddler costume and he's acting like his serious self, honestly, I would love to see Robert Williams' dark side, uh, because I think in all his movies, he's, he's never, he never was the villain, right? In, in, in his movies, there, there, I think there was a, there was a like a not super well-known movie in the early two thousands called the uh, uh, One Hour Photo. Yeah, I, I believe that. that 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 is like the one movie I, I can think of where he played like like more of the antagonist. But uh, so I guess if you could watch that movie and you you kind of get a glimpse of maybe what his Riddler could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, uh, no, I, I I yeah, I really would love to see uh, Robin Williams if he was the Riddler. Honestly, I'm gonna say this too. I, I think he could have pulled like a, a he could have like remember against remember we split. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think he was his character would have been just like that, where he's all wacky and crazy in one part, but then when he's like when he's like in his regular clothing, he acts like his crazy, like quiet self, and he's like killing you with his de- deadly eyes, and he's like he's like hiding in the shadows, watching everything. Like, like he's like, I think he could have been Riddler. Could have been like the the Oz behind the curtain. I could so see it's that. like. Yeah, so Tim Burton's also too that uh, Tim Burton uh, Batman, Re- Batman Returns was the darkest Batman film. Uh, like I don't, I'm not sure if you guys still consider that uh, out of all the Batman films now. Do, uh, uh, like, do you guys consider Batman Returns the, dar- the darkest Batman film, or do you guys consider the Dark Knight the, the darkest Batman film? Um, they're they're both like two. Very, I mean, they're both very dark movies, but they're both like very different in tone. Yeah. Like one of them's very serious, and one of them's like very goofy. <laughs> like with the the penguin and yeah, I mean, but, I mean, in a good way. It's like a perfect blend of like a uh, like total darkness and uh, a total uh, like Batman camp, but not going too far where it's like Batman Forever, Batman and Robin sort of territory. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with Lauren. And I'm not sure who Two Face was going to be. I I, I didn't know Two Face was going to be. It was always going to be for Man Forever. And I, I all I know was Tim Burton's Man Forever was going to have um, Robert Williams as a Riddler. But I'm not sure who would have been his partner or his, or like his or like his like his muscle, pretty much. Because because Robert, because Robert Williams seems like he would have had like a muscle, like he was the brain, he was the mastermind. He, he would have like a muscle, like a bane, or like a like a, or clay face, or like or a, like a that, killer croc or something like that. That right there, if it, it was like Riddler or Clayface or Riddler and Clayface, I think that would have been a much more darker aspect of. Of how Batman 
three would be if Tim Burton was directing it because you can do so many things with Clayface. Yeah, because he he's a he's a uh, a morphling in a way. <laughs> so if, if I was Tim Burton, I would have had like Riddler and Clayface. Mm-hmm. I think that was that's a perfect combination. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Because um, Clayface in the Batman anime series, like his episodes are pretty good. Huh? I haven't seen the show in a while, but I remember his ep- his 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 episodes were like memorable for some reason. Mm-hmm. And then also, I pretty I'm pretty sure it maybe it maybe Tim Burton really wanted Two Face as the second villain because it's not like uh, like how did Warner Brothers get the idea in the first place? It's not like hey, let's take a random villain and make and put him with Jim Carrey's Riddler. Like I'm pretty sure Tim Burton probably put the idea on the table. It's like, how about have Two Face as the muscle or the guy with like that does the dirty work? Well, while Robert Williams Riddler is like the uh, the odds behind the curtain. Yeah. And I and I wonder what like I wonder who would have been Tim Burton's choice for Two Face. No offense to Tommy Lee Jones, I I hundred percent guaranteed Tommy Lee Jones was never Tim Burton's choice. No. You want to know who it was? And I, I don't know if you, you caught this in uh, uh, Batman, the, the original Batman movie, but uh, Billy D. Williams, the uh, oh. Orlando Calrissian, actually plays Harvey Dent in uh, uh, in the first Tim Burton Batman movie. Yeah. And that was like the, I think that was the only reason he even signed on to the movie is, is he had the idea he was going to be Two-Face eventually, uh, but that never happened. Yeah, he wasn't even the second one either. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he did, he did play Two Face though, but in the Lego Batman movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he did eventually play Two Face, which is actually really cool. Yeah, eventually. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much my take take on on Timber's Batman, Batman Forever. I think it could have been the best Batman movie of of of, of all. The, if it, if he actually made a trilogy, I think that one could have been easily the best one. If if it was like um, Robert Williams, Riddler, and then and then evil Lando um, Christian, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time because that's pretty much my take, and it's, I got nothing else to say. So, who else wants to go next? Matthew, I'll go. Why don't you go next. What's that? I'll Matthew, go. Matthew, why don't you go next? Go next. So for me, uh, my villains, I'll, I'll add three villains in this one. Ooh. So I will say Riddler, and I do like actually really like the, the Robin Williams take Two Face, uh, also by Billy D. Williams. And later I'll do a third one because what's one thing we think of? And what's that? Uh, what's one you think of horror? You think of nightmare? Mm-hmm. Why not add Scarecrow? Played than Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny yeah. Depp is the scarecrow. Nice. <laughs> I mean, he kind of played kind of like a scarecrow esque figure with uh, Edward Scissorhands. That's <laughs> like some uh, very interesting I, person. I like it. Yeah. So, like, why not? Like, it scarecrow doesn't even have to be a big part. He can have like a little small part in it. And they're not just that. I I feel like. Tim Burton wanted to. Well, I heard rumors, so I'll add it into my uh, take of uh, the introduction of Robin. It was supposed to be played by uh, uh, one of the Wayne's brothers. I think it was oh, Marlon. Oh yes, you're right, Marlon Wayne. Yeah. So 
Yeah, so it would have to... I think the movie would probably... Although it's a Batman film, I think it would also center around the death of the Graysons. And, uh, you know, and... It would be kind of interesting because I think Mar- Marlon Wayne, he he was he was still I mean, he wasn't young, but he was obviously maybe like in his what, maybe late 20s at late the time. 20s, almost early 30s. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he was probably the same age as uh, Chris O'Donnell when they uh, did the film. Yeah. Film. So it would be kind of weird because it'd be like an old, a much older Robin. But uh, one thing I would just love and I know what would happen in the film is that that whole carnival scene, if you thought it was creepy in Batman Forever, which it was really creepy and very gothic, I think it would be even more creepy with Tim Burton. It would be kind of like Dumbo, the Tim Burton Dumbo movie, but like creepier with a Gotham-esque vibe from the original two Batman films. Yeah. I think that the death scene would probably have been like like, like the Lion King death scene. Uh, probably would have been like that, like all disturbing, uh, all the kids are crying. Uh, I, think it I, think- been, I think it could have been like that. Because I think again, like like uh, like uh, like Brandon was saying, the mastermind would be would definitely be the Riddler. Um, behind everything, Two Face would be the muscle. Belitter, yeah. uh, Scarecrow would be the wild card. And when it comes to the the whole scheme of the 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 killing of the Graysons and stuff like that, it's not that they're personally trying to kill just specifically them. They're just trying to cause terror, and along the way, they kill the Graysons, thus creating Robin. And I think. Uh, again, it would the plan would be uh, the mastermind of the plan would be the Riddler, but the per the person to uh, actually take on that deed would be the scarecrow pouring fear gas inside the tent, thus people like oh witnessing okay. their uh, their worst fears and like screaming and like like knocking over like maybe lanterns starting a fire and and stuff like that and maybe the Grayson since they're attacked with the fear toxin too that they uh, I don't know like they they fall off from like a, a tall height and stuff like that. And something, it would just be really crazy, you know? And uh, I think, uh, I don't know if Batman would be there in person, but maybe he's just seeing it all through the, through the TV, like mm-hmm. live news or something like that. I'm not sure, but honestly, I don't care like how the movie would be. Just the fact of having Michael Keaton as Batman a third time would just be, would just be a, a dream come true. Or how about, about, the, how about this? I'm going to throw you a picture right here. Like weapons, if like I got I got this idea. Like, what was the regular's point? Like, he wanted to, like, I wonder if Tipper would have done this. He want like t- like Riddler wanted to make bring out the worst of everybody, uh, and then he pay he pays Scarecrow to turn Harvey Dent into Two Face at the carnival. <laughs> so both so you get the you get Batman's parents' death, but you also get the birth of 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 Harvey of Harvey Dent's Two Face. Maybe he sprays them with. One, one, one of the assets, but one, but when he does it to Harvey Dance, it's more stronger than usual. That's when he makes it in Two Face, and then that's when he turns all crazy and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would like that because I think it was too lazy. It was like, oh yeah, this happened during court. This video, blah blah blah. He's Two Face. Like I thought that was really lazy, and I wish they show like a darker like origin story of Harvey Dent, just just like Dark Knight did. Uh. See, I'll I'll say this about I'll I'll say this in defense of Batman Forever. I don't think it's a bad movie just because, if you think about it, what what Joel Schumacher was trying to create in those films was the Tim Burton films were too dark, so yeah. he had to make it more not only kid friendly but just family friendly. So he made them goofy on purpose so that they felt more like the '60s Batman, which I think he actually did pretty well. 
Yeah. It was a little darker. It was it was a lot darker still, but it did have moments that felt like '60s Batman, which I did appreciate. Yeah. But again, it's not a it's not a great film, but I, I I think it's a good film at least. Like it's it's a decent film. I I, I still love it. I, I absolutely love the film, but I I agree, I, I will admit it's 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 it's, it's a so so film, but it's a guilt. It's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine that I have. I can go to. I'm not gonna lie. I think also Batman Forever's poster is probably the best like Batman poster in my opinion. I absolutely love like the one where it has like Batman and it has Robin and it has like Two Face and Riddler and it has uh, uh, Chase Meridian on there. Like I just that's such an iconic poster. Yeah. I, I I love it so much, and I love uh just the the Riddler symbol on it. But man, just like Brandon was saying, just imagine uh, Robin Williams as as the Riddler. You know. Oh, I like you So I uh, yeah, actually no, I I I think yeah. So I think I'll, I'll change it. Yeah, I think uh maybe what happens is that uh you know how in the original Batman Batman Forever, like Bruce Wayne kind of screws over. Edward Nigma, he doesn't really scream over because Edward Nigma's like idea is pretty psychotic already. But yeah. imagine Jonathan Crane has something similar with the fear toxin, maybe as a way of like, as a, a, as like a way for testing uh, criminals in Arkham. And like Bruce Wayne's like, no, that's too that's too much. But later, maybe the Riddler, he's uh, he. They don't really go too too far. Like they don't show it in detail in the film, but they, he talks about like how maybe the Wayne family screwed him over, and maybe he's like poor, but he's still a genius, and he's going to retaliate against them. So he 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 meets Jonathan Crane, and later they uh, they team up to uh, form this kind of like duo of villains, and uh, kind of again the Riddler is like the mastermind sending like riddles, while Jonathan Crane's the one causing terror in Gotham. Mm-hmm. And later along the way, uh, what's the greatest way to terrorize Gotham is to go for the district attorney, the guy who's in charge of court justice. Yep. You know, and make him turn kind of like in the Dark Knight into the worst uh, worst thing. Where it's build. I, I don't know if Two Face would really be a threat. I'll change my views on that. I don't think he'd be a muscle. I think maybe he. It would just be kind of the origin story, and it would maybe end off like at the very end, where like maybe he's in a coma and he wakes up and you can see his like. His scarred half face. Well, he's not really the muscle, but he's the one that does the dirty work for the Riddler. Yeah, but I, I think I, I think in my my version, he would it would just be the origin of it, and the ending of the film would probably have him waking up from maybe like a coma or something in the hospital, and you see both sides of his face, and uh, and maybe he looks like to the side of him, and on the side of his bed, on like the counter, there's a there's a coin. Oh. So. So I, I think that's so i think that's uh, uh i'll stop there that's that's kind of like my take of a tim burton uh batman forever film gotcha i like it same all right lauren um you know what go right ahead dude <laughs> okay. all right all right um so matthew i like yours a lot I, and brandon i like yours a lot as well and uh, yeah, I, I think as we all know, uh, uh, as we all stated, uh, so we know Robin Williams was uh, originally the one they were looking at to become uh, the Riddler in the, the third Batman movie. And I can definitely see Tim Burton directing him as as uh, as the Riddler. Um, but you know, we're we're what if, and just so we don't have like the same the same kind of uh, story and and everything, or not necessarily story, but like um, the same. The same movie essentially. Like, you know, we we can 
just share ideas because this is a what if scenario. Uh, and you know, as we said, it's it's a Tim Burton movie. Uh, I'm thinking, you know what? I like Matthew's idea with Johnny Depp as the Scarecrow, but for me, I'm thinking, what if Johnny Depp was the Riddler? Oh, yeah. And uh, I right now I'm looking at the IMDb page for for Ed Wood, which came out a a year before Batman Forever. So that was the previous Tim Burton movie at this point in time. And uh, if you watch the movie Ed Wood, like he's very like a very passionate guy about what he does, you could totally see that guy if he was if he was playing a, a like a psychopath instead, you could totally see that guy as the as the Riddler, uh, Johnny Depp at that point. So in my version, I'm gonna have Johnny Depp as as the Riddler, and um, so and of course yeah, we're gonna have Two Face, uh, and he's played by uh, uh, Billy D. Williams, and yeah. I think. I, I kind of like Matthew's idea. Uh, it's probably just going to be building up to uh, uh, Two-Face. Maybe he'll be a main villain in the fourth movie. I'm not sure. Or maybe he will be a, a villain in this movie. And just like Matthew, I'm going to add a third villain. Uh, but not not Scarecrow. I'm going to add Black Mask. Oh. And uh, again, I'm looking at a, a frequent... Uh, or I'm looking at the the Ed Wood IMDb page, and I think I see the perfect person to play him, Vincent <laughs> D'Onofrio. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, well, he was in Full Metal Jacket, but uh, he was he played uh, Orson Welles in uh, in Ed Wood. So I can see uh, Vincent D'Onofrio playing a uh, Black Mask in this. And you know what? Another uh, Tim Burton collaborator uh, who's we don't really talk about these days because he's apparently not a very good person in real life. Uh, Jeffrey Jones, uh, who is, um, uh, he was in like Beetlejuice. Uh, he was like the uh, Winona Ryder's dad in that movie. And then uh, uh, he was in a few other Tim Burton movies, like in the early days of Tim Burton. Yeah. Uh, you know, just for, just for the heck of it, I'm going to throw him in there. Uh, but as a, uh, as Harvey Bullock. So, so he's going to be, <laughs> He's going to be kind of off to the side, uh, you know, uh, meeting with Commissioner Gordon and, uh, uh, well, obviously Harvey Dent as well. Uh, and he's not like a main character, but he's he's going to be there in the in the background. And of course, obviously, yeah, we got a uh, got Michael Keaton as Batman, uh, which I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I, it's I mean, I can't wait for the new Flash movie uh, that he's he's going to be returning in. But uh, yeah, it would have been great to see him as a in a third Tim Burton Batman movie, and. Uh, well, I think, uh, well, okay, two two more characters. I'll, sorry, three more characters, because uh, this is a very star-studded movie, apparently. Uh, so I think we mentioned, um, um, uh, Matthew mentioned that, uh, uh, was it Marlon Wayans was supposed to play Robin? Yes. Yeah, Mar Marlon Wayans. So, yeah, we're going to see kind of a, a Robin origin story, uh, kind of similar to how it was done in the real uh, Batman Forever, uh, but this time played by by Marlon Wayans. And uh, probably not a super big character in the movie, but uh, he kind of fits in there. And then, um, uh, let's see, I was... Uh, oh, it, instead of um, uh, Nicole Kidman's character, Chase Meridian, we'll take uh -huh. her out, take her out, uh, replace her with... Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, exactly. is Jack yeah. Bates. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot. I forgot. I would have definitely when I was in my turn. I, I forgot. I would have definitely replaced 
um the the girl in the in the original in the original one because she was so uh-huh. forgettable honestly yeah yeah and it, it, the uh, batman returns ends with a cliffhanger with a uh catwoman popping up so we know she's alive uh it was a cliffhanger so they were kind of hinting that she's going to be in the next one uh but she wasn't mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I don't know if she'd be Catwoman. Maybe at like the the final battle, she like puts on the Catwoman suit and then, you know, does her thing. Hey, Laura, um, yeah, I, I I'll throw that to you. What will happen if, like I said, the Riddler's evil plan is to bring out the 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 evil, like bring out the evil side or bring out the worst of everybody? And what happens? His attempt to bring the the, the worst of Batman is killing Catwoman, so he can bring out the make make Batman into a villain. Huh? Oh, I like that. I like that. I think that would have to be incorporated in there somehow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, And then one more character uh, I'm going to mention. And this is a very, like, minor character. So it's it's not a... a, It it will be an important character, but mainly for the sequel, which uh, we may or may not talk about. Um, But this is going to be setting up for the next movie. And so this movie, Batman Forever, came out in 1994. Five. Yes, uh, so the correct. year before, in 1994, um, was a little movie called The Professional, and a young Natalie Portman is going to play young Barbara Gordon. Mm. I fucking love. <laughs> I fucking love. Yeah, it. I don't know what they were doing with making uh, Batgirl Alfred's niece. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think the only reason they did that is because uh commissioner gordon in these movies is not a very big character oh. so it would have been kind of it would have been kind of weird i guess like having a, a a character that's like supposed to be related to him even though we don't really affiliate with commissioner gordon that much in these movies so uh but i feel like he's probably going to have a little more of the spotlight in this movie because he's he's going to be uh, having a lot of scenes with like Harvey Bullock and Batman and Harvey Dent. And so, yeah, you can incorporate a, a Barbara Gordon in there and then she'll be, we eventually, you know, she'll be in the, uh, in the fourth movie, uh, but not, not Alfred's niece. She is Barbara Gordon in this universe now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, I think that's, I think that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I just, I like that my, my lineup for the cast and uh, I can't wait to, or I mean, I, I can't say I can't wait to see it cause it's never going to happen, but oh. uh, this is a what if, and I want to see the movie. Yeah. So. Damn. Oh, and actually, now that I think about it, uh, Natalie Portman was in a Tim Burton movie. She was in uh, Mars attacks uh, a year later. Yep. So that was a uh, 96. So this could have been like uh, the, the moment where like Tim Burton kind of becomes uh, uh, affiliated with, with Natalie Portman and then, you know, puts her in Mars attacks a year later. <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, I guess that that's mine. And I, I think the plot would kind of be similar to like what Brandon said and, uh, and Matthew uh, where you got like the Riddler, he's like the main villain and then he's kind of, uh, He's kind of like trying to bring out the worst in everybody, uh, and then you have that leading into, uh, um, you know, Harvey Dent becoming Two Face, and then you have, uh, uh, you know, he's going to be playing with, uh, uh, like, 
you know, trying to make Catwoman like go back to a life of crime and everything. And at the same time, I like Brandon's idea, like trying to kill kill off Catwoman, and then probably prey on a on on Robin's emotions of his parents getting killed. Uh, so yeah, there, there's there's a lot that uh, that that could be done there. With, oh yeah, because uh, um, I would have loved the ending where it's like because um because remember there's like a like a every TV like shows the same thing across the city. Yeah, I would have loved like it was like a secret camera Batman didn't know about, and then I, after Riddler kills Catwoman, like the t- like the camera a secret camera rolls and he's and it shows Batman like like strangling. Not strangling, but like holding him, holding him right by the neck, and it, it looks like he's about to punch him. And it looks like he's gonna like kill him. Riddler was like, like begging him to do it, so the whole world could see him, see even their their precious superhero could be evil. Yeah, like, they kill yeah. kill man cold blooded. I would have loved that, but of course we were, we already know what what happened. The ending, like Batman would have done it. It was just like threw him down and realized like what, what he's doing is wrong. Exactly. Or even, or even, or maybe Robin is the, or Robin is the key to like Batman Sandy because he lost Catwoman. Maybe, maybe Robin is the one that keeps the Sandy. So, That's it. yeah, because Robin has to be important somehow. So maybe Robin is the one that brings Batman back from doing something he would regret. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that could actually work because like, like he could probably tell Batman, like, like listen, he killed my parents. Like he killed my parents. Like, like my parents are dead. I would really want to kill. I really want to kill my killer, but they're not. But killing him is not gonna bring bring her back. And that's when Batman realized, okay, he's right. Yeah. All right. I like it. I like this idea. Yeah. I, 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 I want this movie to exist been, now. <laughs> I really want to see this movie. <laughs> I don't think I've been as excited about a, a hypothetical movie since my version of Spider-Man Four. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's man. let's see let's see some. Right. Last but certainly not least, <laughs> let's hear uh, let's hear Tyler. Yeah. All right. Um. So basically, I'm keeping obviously Michael Keane as Batman, Marlon Wayne as uh, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, I am gonna get uh, Robin Williams to play as the Riddler. Mm-hmm. And Billy D. Williams as uh, Harvey Dent slash Two Face. My third character, uh, I'm actually gonna. I just came to, came up with this off the top of my head. I'm gonna have Val Kilmer be in the movie. Oh no! But <laughs> he's gonna be portraying as Clayface. Wow! Ah, I like it. Yeah. I, I just literally thought of that right now. I was like, you know what? This is perfect. Because obviously, we all know Val Kilmer's a, an asshole in real life. Why, <laughs> why, why a perfect way to have him as Clayface, you know? <laughs> there you go. Or, so, or yeah, you also can have Val Kilmer as Clayface. Remember, he can morph into anything. You can have like, Val Kilmer's like, this is the only way I can play Batman by morphing into Batman himself. <laughs> there you go. You can have two Batmans for the price of one. <laughs> evil Batman versus Michael. Evil Batman. Evil Val Kilmer's Batman versus Michael Keaton's. Exactly. Batman. <laughs> why? Why? Why do you think I said that? <laughs> no, but no, but really, like I, I actually like that idea for having Val Kilmer playing as Clayface, <laughs> and obviously Michelle Pfeiffer. Excuse me, Michelle Pfeiffer. 
I butchered her name. I'm so sorry. If you're listening, I'm sorry. I love you. Um, <laughs> it happens. Uh, she's going to be portraying as Selena, Selena Kyle and Catwoman. Um, I basically, like, will have, like, the origins of Robin, the origins of, like, um, uh, Billy D. Williams portraying as um, Two-Face. I'm basically, like, copy and pasting you guys, but here, here's my twist, too. Ooh. Here's my twist. We don't get the ending of the movie where um, Two-Face is in the hospital, like, burnt up and everything. My... We get uh, a news a news call, and they're saying for some reason it starts to snow, and we're in the middle of of July. <laughs> cool party! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I mean, why not, man? I mean, we're playing fantasy. I mean, the wet weather yeah. scenario. Like, Let's do it. <laughs> why not have like a little like cameo of of you know Arnold Schwarzenegger as oh, uh, oh, Matt Tyler, hear me, hear me out. Remember in the, in the end of in the end of Batman uh, Begins, that was like the the huge Easter egg, or the huge tease was like the Joker card. Yep. Like imagine it was like this, like like it's snowing in July, and we won't we won't know who's causing it. The only thing we know is the tape, and then you still see the tape of the that Rudolph episode where the, where he's dancing to the. Like dance, dance! Oh my god! <laughs> he shows them in the tape. He shows them in the tape of the video where he. <laughs> this is all we found. This is all we know of this guy. <laughs> Dancing! <laughs> Come on! Come on! Sing! No, the whole place would have went crazy if they found out Arnold was gonna be Mister Freeze, but without seeing how he would look like. Exactly. Yeah, again, this this is a '90s Arnold. Everybody loved him in the '90s too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, I guess that's another question. I mean, this, it kind of goes more into the fourth movie, but uh, um, maybe we could talk about it a little bit if we have a little bit of time. Uh, but what do you guys think? Like uh, some things that might happen in the fourth movie, uh, like uh... characters that might pop up. <laughs> well, the Mister Freeze thing, the Mister Freeze tease at the end will definitely happen. Yeah. So yeah, I would love Mr. Freeze as the villain in the fourth one still. Poison Ivy, I'm not sure who would I'm not sure about Poison Ivy because again I think the, was... I think the big baddie or one of the baddies should be condiment man. No. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Polka Dot Man. <laughs> I'll take Polka Dot Man. Have Happy some chocolate years. sauce, but I'm lactose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, I actually don't think Bane would have been if Tim Burton direct directed the fourth movie. I don't think Bane would have been in the fourth movie just because just because uh, um, I think he was kind of thrown in at the last minute. I so, would have put in uh, Man Bat. Man Bat could have been interesting. Oh, especially directed by Tim Burton. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think the Return of Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Catwoman? mm-hmm. Like full on Catwoman. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Well, well, would Batgirl be in the Tim Burton's fourth one, or you guys think he, he wouldn't have done that? Oh, for mine, for mine, yeah. Because I, I was teasing that uh, 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 Natalie Portman was gonna where she she plays Barbara Gordon in the third movie, and then she's mm-hmm. gonna be Batgirl in the fourth one. Yeah, so I'll be Cat. Yeah, so I'll be Catwoman will be smart because that's that'll be like Catwoman, Batgirl, then Robin, 
and then Batman. That'd be too. That's too many. That's too many. That's too many superheroes. Yeah. But it's the fourth one, so <laughs> true. But yeah, I, I think for me, I I'll have like, how old was no no no? I can't even fucking say her name. Sorry. Uh, well, I know the writer. How old was she in Beetlejuice? Like eighteen. Yeah, um, she's probably yeah. I'll probably have her as like a teenage Barbara Gordon, and then I'll probably like bring in someone else for to play as an adult. <laughs> version of uh barbara gordon yeah at least get like a glimpse of like hey this is barbara gordon you know yeah well my, well, my thing is movies back then didn't take weren't as quickly made as they are today it wasn't like oh there's another movie in two years you know it usually took about maybe three to four years if not five years to make another film so i think by the time if she did the first film she'd be of age to become that girl that is true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I just got fucking murdered. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, how about, like instead instead of Bane as the muscle, how about have King Shark as Mister Freeze's muscle? Like, you just imagine that craziness. Just imagine Stallone and Arnold in the nineties. Oh, well, they Batman hated, film. Well, that, Okay, Stallone would never happen because Stallone and Arnold hated each other. Like, like they hate each other's guts. Yeah. I'm surprised Honestly, they even yeah. made a uh, Expendables three. <laughs> oh, well, King Shark played by John Klaus Van Damme <laughs> with, with, with his accent. <laughs> oh my! You God. lost your mind. No, you lost your balls. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> That's Damn a quote you, from, Guile. <laughs> yeah, fire the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. But I think for me, I think, yeah, um, my casting's pretty. I mean, it's not as strong as it, as your guys's, but uh, no, it's still good. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's still okay. I you know, I that's some. I don't think that's something that Tim Burton would do. That, but that's something that if if I was Tim Burton, I would do. But yeah, it, yeah. But um, yeah, I I think my synopsis is basically like copy and paste like you guys but except for my casting yeah and and the uh the uh, villains in the movie for sure so uh, this, go go ahead lauren oh yeah i was gonna say so I, I think there um there was gonna be a fifth batman movie like after uh uh, uh batman and robin obviously that was that bombed hard at the box office and yep. uh, and critical reviews uh, for obvious reasons, and uh, um, but I there there was like a, a screenplay or something that was kind of floating around like for for a potential fifth Batman movie, and uh, I think it was supposed to have the Scarecrow in it. Uh, and George Clooney was obviously supposed to return as Batman. Oh no! And, uh, yeah, Chris <laughs> O'Donnell and everybody. Uh, and then I think um, yeah, I think I think Scarecrow was supposed to be like the main villain. Uh, but something cool that actually. Uh, that I heard about it was uh, um, there was going to be because Scarecrow's in it and then you know he has his fear toxin uh, there's a part where like Batman was going to uh, be affected by the fear toxin and then he had flashbacks about the Joker and then Jack Nicholson comes back as oh. flashback to the Joker so I was like that would have been really cool even if it was George Clooney but <laughs> just the fact that it's it's a uh, uh, 
Jack Nicholson coming back as the Joker would have been <laughs> price of admission would have been worth it. <laughs> yep. I don't think. What, I don't what think about? I don't think Jack Nicholson would have done that though because it was a different director. He probably, he probably wasn't he probably wasn't a fan of the new. Of the, oh, the, yeah. What about uh, here? What about uh, what about by Roseanne Barr? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow! Greatest decision ever, I think. Yes. <laughs> well, she did have a hit TV show at that time. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, take my plans. <laughs> She just, she just uh, uh, traps Batman and Robin in, in her vines, and then she says, Now I'm going to sing the national anthem. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally shaking my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Matthew. <laughs> um, but I think one thing I think we all forgot to mention. Obviously, uh, Danny Elfman would have come back for the score. Oh, of course. Yes, yeah. And I, you know, I, one thing I like is I, I love the original uh, um, Batman 1989 soundtrack or, or score. But uh, for me, it's Batman Returns, which I think he kind of perfects that score. And with, I had that on my phone and I listened to it every day. Love the uh, the score for Batman Returns. All right, uh, so I, I can All right, I can only me. imagine what he what he would have done for uh, for the third Batman movie. Exactly. All right, hot take for you, Lauren. Would you rather have the the Batman Forever, the original soundtrack that you guys love, or would you rather have a Danny Danny, Danny Elfman soundtrack? Danny Elfman. Yeah, yeah, I would I would have to, you know, a soul for a soul. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to sacrifice one for to get the other. <laughs> Cuz I know how much you guys love this, the original soundtrack. It's why. Yeah, it is a it is a great soundtrack. Um like Offspring has a, a song in there and uh as we mentioned Seal, you know, Kiss Kiss from the Rose. Um, yeah, Batman Forever is such a such a like really good soundtrack. Yeah, that's the only positive thing we have about it. I'm <laughs> Do you think that it's at all possible uh, uh, Tim Burton would have got uh, Jim Carrey to be the Riddler anyway? And do you think he would have done it the same way, like kind of a similar performance, or would it have been a uh, a little different? Or I don't know. What What do you guys think? Well, well, this this is '90s Jim Carrey, and like Jim Carrey wasn't even thinking about doing serious roles. That's true, yeah. So I don't think I don't think Tim Burton ever, ever even thought of him at, at yeah. all as a Riddler. Yeah. yeah. If anything, like I think the only way they would have collaborated is if uh, the studio told uh, uh, Tim Burton that they had to have Jim Carrey. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that's the only way he would he would have Jim Carrey on set. Yeah. I would, oh, I, would, I would love this, or I would love this part where it was like, like Tim, like um, Bat, Bruce Wayne. He's he's like, he 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 knows Alfred's getting old, and he wants to hire a maid. So he's he's hiring, and, was, and then and then he was like, oh, okay, I, I I somebody's here for an interview, and he opens the door, and you just see the Riddler as Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Hello, dear. Oh my! No, you did it, Brandon. 
No, you fucking did it. <laughs> the twin. Even the greatest detective, like, oh, okay, it sounds legit. I, I, like, I believe this is an actual woman. <laughs> <laughs> There has, to be, <laughs> there has to be a, a, a quick shot of uh, of Batman scratching his chin like that meme. And and then you you literally have to do put uh do uh do the looks like a lady by Aerosmith. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> I I was. I wish it would have been so bad. Because uh, when, when, uh, the movie is called The movie is called Mrs. Doubtfire 2 Batman Forever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh hello, Jenny. <laughs> hello, Mrs. Bruce, Mr. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, no, no, no! I got it. That would, that would be the ending, of forever. Like Riddler fixes death, and then you find out he's not dead. But you open the door, and it's Mrs. Delphire, and then and then you find out it's the Riddler. <laughs> 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 and then um, and then at the end of the cliffhanger, like the Riddler still lives, and he's close to the Batman. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Riddler wins the end. <laughs> 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 or there's a part where uh, where Batman is uh, uh like walking around the Batcave and he's all like, "How am I gonna defeat the Riddler?" And then he he, he finds the magic lamp from Aladdin and then he oh, runs. No. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> uh, okay, oh. I, think, I, I think we should call that quick. I think <laughs> Some pretty good ideas about it. Uh, I don't know about the the Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think we all have some, some pretty good, pretty great ideas for uh, uh, what if Tim Burton directed this movie. Absolutely, Mrs. Doubtfire Two, Batman Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Someone make a poster of that, Lauren. Do your Lauren, Lauren, make the poster. I will <laughs> make a poster of Bruce Wayne opening opening a door and then just missed out fire right there. <laughs> <laughs> but before we before we end the episode, uh, Lauren, what's going on on your side of your program? Uh, so so on my page or my uh, uh pod, spinoff podcast or whatever it's called, uh, the Lauren Files. So uh, the most recent episode, I, I still have to finish editing it, but we finally reviewed uh, The Greasy Strangler, which is a weird movie. <laughs> and uh, I was thinking, like, hey, this is a great one to talk about. There's a ton of material and, and everything to, to work off of. Uh, but I didn't realize how hard it is to review that movie as I was, was uh, recording it. Um, but it's, it's still uh it's still a really good episode. So when I when I finish that, uh, it'll, it'll be done pretty soon. And uh, keep an eye out for that. 
Awesome. <laughs> Can't wait to listen to it, man. <laughs> and um, Matthew, thank you again for being our host for tonight, brother. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun, guys. This is a, <laughs> this is a very entertaining episode, especially that whole Mrs. Doubtfire skit. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's gonna be the that's gonna be the talk of the uh, of the week when we're texting each other. <laughs> and, then Batman, and then Batman and Robin when the 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 way Batman finds out because he um he doesn't knock on the restroom door and he walks just walks in and he sees and he sees Mrs. Delphire peeing <laughs> standing up and that's how he finds out is the Riddler. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> No, take this out of take this image out of my head. No. <laughs> and then Riddler was like, he looks back and his evil smile is like greatest detective in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, just think it's it's also it's like part of that scene from Batman Forever where they're trying to figure out the, the riddle at the end where he's all like like how about Mr. E? Mr. Enigma. That's what's going through his mind as as uh, the Riddler is peeing in the toilet. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nah, we had a lot of fun with this one. <laughs> yeah, this, you know what? This was a lot of fun. I this is probably like the most fun we have ever had doing a Batman <laughs> what if scenario. <laughs> but um yeah, I again thank you for being our host for tonight. And um Lauren, uh uh, what's going on for uh, next week's episode? So next week, and I, I think it's a little it's a little delayed, but uh, next week we're going to be starting our long anticipated uh, Jurassic Park series. Alan. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. we'll, we'll be talking about everything. <laughs> everything. Well. From Jurassic Park, the classic, to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the uh, worst, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I so think that, Jurassic that... wants to talk to you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> so that will be coming up for the next week. So get, we we still got more content out to uh, to think of up to what to do. But uh, that will be in the next five weeks. So we'll start from Jurassic Park all the way down to Jurassic uh, World Fallen Kingdom, like Lauren said. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, we got a lot more content for you guys. And um, Matthew, where can people listen to us? You can listen to us. Hello? I think Matthew just got cut off. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Delphar got him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Mrs. Dalfire just like hello, Diddy. Let me catch you. Come here. But um, you can listen Matthew, to us on Google Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right here on the Anchor app. There you go. There you there you are. Did uh, Mr. Dalfire got you right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Lauren, with... I created a monster. I created a monster. <laughs> Everybody down in the in the comments below, just blame Brandon for the Mrs. Delphire. But Lauren, Lauren, you ha- uh... Lauren, Lauren, you have to make like a you have to make like a poster or a meme or something. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, what is our uh, Instagram account? 
So our Instagram page, which I will post that uh, thing on, <laughs> is the uh, fellowship of the podcast, all one word. <laughs> so give us a follow and keep an eye out for that Mrs. Doubtfire 2 post. <laughs> and, and over on Twitter, see, my dog's pissed off because you said that. <laughs> for Twitter, <laughs> for Twitter, it's fellowshippod19. I wrote it over there, posted some great stuff as well. Uh, give us give us a follow and uh, tweet at us, guys. And okay. yeah, you know what, uh, Brandon, it's been a while since you, since you closed us out. Close us out, brother. All right, th- thank you everybody for listening to us. I'm pretty sure we're, we're not the only ones laughing. If you guys should listen to us, I'm pretty sure all you guys are laughing, wondering what the hell just happened. How do we go from Mrs. How do we go from Batman Forever to Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> <laughs> also. <laughs> You can watch Mrs. Doubtfire on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not joking. It, it is on Disney Plus right now. That's <laughs> right. It's a box movie. I forgot. <laughs> I'm probably going to watch that right now after we lock off. I want to see it now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for the thank you guys for, for the last. And thank you guys for listening to us. Uh, Tyler, uh, go on. End it with your catchphrase. Absolutely. And uh, peace out, everybody. Goodbye. Please allow me to